Police are warning the public uh, after a pair of incidents have happened to get involving kids and possible predator in the east of Toronto. They are asking you to keep on the lookout for a vehicle described as a charcoal or silver four-door sedan. And um, they, basically what happened is in February, February 10th, a man in a vehicle uh, approached a couple of nine-year-old boys in the area of Burroughs Hall Boulevard and Purvis Crescent area, asked them if they'd get into his car. The boys said no, ran away. Perfect response. Vehicle drives off. Second incident happened in the same neighborhood on Tuesday afternoon. So this is happening in broad daylight. And the police are pretty worried because they allege a man in a vehicle approached two 10-year-old boys. They had a uh, five-year-old girl with them. The police say that uh, he asked them if they wanted a ride. They said no. He persisted. They ran off. And he uh, took off. They're describing the suspect as uh, between the ages of 35 and 45 with uh, reading glasses Brown complexion, maybe wearing Jays uh, outfits, like a big Jays baseball cap and such. Um, and so in the second incident, the vehicle was described as a small silver four-door vehicle. So they're looking for a, a silver four-door sedan. Keep your eyes peeled. This is pretty um, scary stuff. But, you know, I also wonder how you're prepping your kids. Because clearly these kids were well-prepped, or at least their instincts were right. You know, the idea that you run away. I think saying no very loudly and running away is always a good thing to do. When we were kids, uh, I'm a Gen Xer, so that was a while ago. But when we were kids, we were always told about the person, you know, uh, maybe asking you if you want some candy driving around in the car uh, and never get into a car with strangers or get into a car, you know, take candy from strangers and things like that. I was like, oh, okay. I guess the pop bottles down to the uh, corner store it is to get my candy. But it's it's really important that you street-proof your kids without scaring them. So I guess my question to you is, what are you telling your kids, and how do you keep them aware without scaring the crap out of them? Have you had any close calls? Chris, did you have any uh, word of warning from your parents when you were growing up? Yeah, you know what? I seem to remember there may have been a time when someone had stopped my brother and I uh, and asked for directions, and... Because uh, and, and someone... back in the day, people didn't have GPS. Well, that's true. And I, I seem to remember us giving him the wrong directions. To the police station? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, creep, uh, what you're going to want to do is make a right <laughs> yeah. over there on Lucas. But it was, uh, yeah, no, I, I seem to remember uh, at the time thinking, wow, they weren't kidding. This was mm-hmm. a, this is some, oh. someone could actually do something. Because so the alarm bells were going there off. There were these old PSAs, and anyone who grew up in the 90s would remember these two bunnies. Uh, Bert and Gert, who taught us all about how to uh, stay safe. And if a stranger asks for directions, you're supposed to back up. Yeah, and, and yell just them. back away from the car and just, mm, just let, let them know, but uh, but don't uh, don't uh, don't go with them. Don't, don't lean go into the car with them. Yeah, don't go. You're going to want to take a step back away from that vehicle. I know parents today are super scared. Uh, you don't see the same amount of kids running around on the streets with unaccompanied. I mean, we were running around like it was like Lord of the Flies when I was a kid. We were playing in the ravine. And, I kid and, you not. And what they're saying now is because there aren't as many kids out there, every parent is afraid to be the first one to let their kids go out on the streets. Yeah, alone. you're right. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to be judged. I get it. And, you know, you, I think there's this culture of fear that is uncalled for. Now, in this situation, there is somebody that's going around trying to lure some kids. So it's important that you know about that. I don't think that ever wasn't the case. 
but I don't think it's happening at a frequency that, uh, you know, uh, means that we have to keep our kids indoors all the time. The other day, you know, and I worry about kids not interacting with strangers at all. I was in a Costco parking lot and this man was walking his, I don't know, maybe a seven-year-old daughter and let's say a four or five-year-old son. And I really love the age four or five. I think they're really inquisitive kids and they're fun, right? So I'm walking along and this kid, uh, so we merge. I get out of my car, they get out of theirs. We're walking down the same row of cars. And the kid looks at me and goes, hi, what's your name? And I thought, well, I don't want to ignore him and be weird. So I told him my name and then he told me his name. And the father looks at me and goes, yeah, don't worry. He does this with everybody. He's pretty chatty. He's holding his dad's hand. So I don't mind. The kid says, are you going for tires? And I said, no, I'm going to get glasses because I was going to get some sunglasses. And uh, so we have a little chat back and forth. And he says something about his mom. And I said, oh, your mom's mom is, name is mom. So is my mom's. And I was just messing with the kid, having a little bit of fun. And I thought that was fun. The father thought it was kind of funny, the concept that, you know, this kid probably doesn't realize that everybody refers to their mom as mom yet. And he's kind of uh, caught aghast. And he gets the best last word because I'm walking away finally. Okay, we've had our little um, chat. I'm walking away and I hear him go, you have glasses. Because I've got glasses on my face and I'm going for sunglasses. I mean, he was really, he was adorable. And I thought, wow, you don't see that anymore. You don't see kids just talking to strangers because everybody's terrified. I mean, strangers are terrified to talk to kids and kids are terrified to talk to strangers and parents are terrified. So what are you telling your kids? How do you balance keeping them aware, you know, without scaring the crap out of them? And have you had any close calls is what I want to know. I'd love to get your take on this at 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I think it's important that kids have uh, freedom. I feel sorry for kids that don't get out and have freedom, but I think it's also very important to arm your kids and you arm your kids with information and you arm your kids not only with information like there's uh, bad people out there. uh, You don't want to scare them too much, but you arm them with what do you do if I think that's great. I mean, it's like, what do you do when you come to a road? You look both ways for cars and then you cross the road. It seems uh, that that makes Perfect sense. So why wouldn't we logically run through some scenarios that aren't too scary and childproof our kids? Is that still happening? Is it happening in schools? What do you know? I don't have anything to share beyond my own childhood and my own experience with kids now. But I do know, we were talking about this in the hallway, um, that a lot of guys are scared to even talk to kids that aren't their own. I uh, was talking to a colleague who said, uh, yeah, I make sure that, you know, when I'm with my uh, nephews or other people's kids, there's, there's another adult with us when we're doing anything because, uh, you know, I don't want anybody to look at me oddly. Even though I'm really getting a kick out of their kid, I don't want them to look at me oddly. So I make sure that uh, there's somebody else with us. And, you know, I thought, mm, that's kind of sad, but I understand it. I don't know if women have to do that as much as men. Uh, but you tell me, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. Uh, we, we started off this conversation because there is an incident happening in the east of Toronto. Police are warning to be on the lookout for a male suspect between the ages of 35 and 45, brown complexion, reading glasses, may have been wearing Jay's outfit, that has approached kids twice in the last month. It's happened in the same neighborhood around Burroughs Hall Boulevard and Purvis Crescent area. Basically, the kids were really smart each time. They asked if they wanted a ride. The kids said no and ran off, and the person left. Uh, and the kids were pretty smart. They got a description of the car as best they could. It's a sedan. It's a charcoal or silver four-door sedan. And uh, they want you to be aware. But Bobby in Innisfil, welcome to the show. How do you uh, child-proof your kid, you know, street-proof them without scaring them? 
Well, actually, I do scare them. I scare the bejesus out. I want to make sure that they knew that they know this is, this is real stuff. If anything came up on the TV when they were younger that uh, corresponds to this, I would sit them down and let them see what's going on out there that they would know. Now, with uh, knowing people around the area, because we live in a in Innisfil, so it's a smaller area. So um, basically, it wasn't as dangerous as it was in the city. But still, you, you try to train your kids to know the well, what to do after someone approaches you because you don't want them just to be like uh, a deer in headlights. What did you tell them? What to do. Oh, basically, I just told them that uh, if someone approaches you with the directions, I told them don't even bother give it to them. There's so many stores they can go to, just mm-hmm. run and go. That's it. And then and uh, try to get to the uh, nearest house or, 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 or call me on your cell phone kind of thing. Do your kids, like, walk around looking over their shoulders or...? No, they're, they're not really, I mean, I do scare them, but they're not scared of, uh, I guess because our family's pretty large and they're basically around family most of the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were never scared of people, but I just wanted to make sure that they knew what kind of monsters are out there. Do you, I mean, most kids, uh, things happen with uh, relatives or people close to the family. Yeah. Do you ever have those discussions? No, <laughs> unfortunately, well, fortunately, I've never been in that situation, but um I did talk to them about anyone, anyone at all. Yeah. Touching them. Okay, so uh, you've had this discussion. Yes, but I I never really pointed out. No, you don't want to say, hey, uh, freaky Uncle Eddie. Yeah. You don't want to point. I get it. I get it. That's going to put a damper on the Thanksgiving dinner. I appreciate the call. Hey, Jack, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing well. So, you know, we're hearing about this uh, possibility of a guy who's trying to lure people, kids into their car, and the kids are really wise. They're running off. What have you done? Well, I'm like the last caller. Uh, yes, I'm very overprotective. I have two daughters. Uh, they're now uh, 14 and 10. But when they were younger, um, yeah, you're, you're very protective, especially being being a father. My wife worked a lot of shift work. So, you know, they'd be out with me in many places. And, and you know, even just sending them to the washroom, they have to go by themselves. I can't go in the washroom with them, right? So, Did you ever take um, them into the men's room and kind of shield their eyes and then go into it? Actually, you could no, go into a lady's no, room. No, I've seen fathers no. take a, you know, knock on the door and say, is it okay if I bring my daughter in? Let me tell you, Kelly, the, the scariest thing is, and it, and it happened a couple times, is unless you have kids, you don't understand this feeling. It's when they disappear, even if it's for 10 minutes, oh. that 10 minutes is a lifetime. You, you have no idea what the feeling's like. When, I can only imagine. I believe it, you. I can only imagine. You know, it, 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 I, it would feel like it would last an eternity. I'm sure you're, you're... A million things go through your head. Meanwhile, you know, usually they're just, you know, a couple aisles over. Yeah. Something happens, but... <laughs> Looking at some something them. sparkling. You have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I can't imagine. I mean, that is just a, a terrible feeling. I hey, Jack, to be honest, and this is a terrible comparison. You know, you think you lost your purse for a second, and you're freaking out. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's pretty incredible. I mean, purse uh, kid. Let's think about yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, the girls are good though. Oh, they're good now. I mean, they're older. My my one daughter, my 14 year old, is a lot bigger now. She's like a 17 year old, and she's taken Taekwondo and all that. Perfect. So. I'm I'm very confident with her, and she takes care of her sister quite a bit now. So, but but I'm talking when they were younger, it was much different. As I say, it's, it's much different when you're when you're a father taking care of the kids and the mother because you can't go, as I say, everywhere that that the the you know of course the mothers with the daughters can go. So yeah. and it's it, it can be 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes. Yeah, so I, you have I, to be overprotective. I believe it. I appreciate the call, Jack. Hey, Julie, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Kelly. I love your show. Hey, thanks. Uh, I have three boys, and when they were growing up younger, I always uh, made sure to give them a secret word. And only myself, my husband, and them knew the word. And that way, if they were ever stopped, for example, you know, to be asked for directions or whatever, or even, you know, sometimes people saying, oh, your mom said I'll pick you up at school today, they were always instructed that they had to ask the person, even if it was a family member hmm. or distant relative, what the secret word was. And if the, if the person didn't know it, they were to run for the hills. So that's wow. how they handled that. Did that, did that ever happen that you had to, they had to use the secret word? One time, as a matter of fact, uh, Charlie, uh, my youngest son's babysitter uh, had to have her daughter pick him up at the bus stop, and uh, he wouldn't go. Because she didn't know the secret word. You got it. <laughs> that was a long wait for that bus. How did you get around that? How did I get around what? The fact that he wasn't going with the... Uh... He was old enough to walk home on okay. his own that day, but yeah, so I right. mean, there are ways around it. It's it's a sad state of affairs that we can't, re- you know, trust one another nowadays, but that's how it is. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, do, do you have to actually uh, revolve that secret word, you know, once a few people know it, or was it sta- was it stationary? Never had to use it. Okay, so, just that uh, one time. Yeah. Nice. Thanks so yeah. much for the call, Julie. Appreciate yeah. it.